From the brains behind Brains On, it's Smash Boom Best. The show for people with big opinions. Hi, I'm Molly Bloom, and this is Smash Boom Best, the show where we take two things, smash them together, and ask you to decide which one is best. Today's debate playdate decides the fate of two terrific toys. It's Frisbees versus Yo-Yos. In one corner, we've got actor, writer, instructor, and improv maven Lauren Anderson ready to soar for Team Frisbee. Yeah, Team Frisbee's the way to be. (laughs) (laughs) And in the other, it's Comrade Trip whipping string for Team Yo-Yos. Yeah, I'm ready to talk about how this is an incredible toy. Ah, incredible. <laughs> and here to judge it all is May from Northfield, Minnesota. May is a math whiz and a super skilled swimmer who made it onto her school's varsity swim team at the age of 13. She absolutely loves Lord of the Rings and her nicknames are almost all longer than her actual name. Welcome to the show, May. Thanks for having me. So May, I hear some of your nicknames include Maisie Daisy, and Maelstrom. Do your family and friends have other nicknames for you? There's plenty of nicknames and they just keep coming. <laughs> just Maisie without the Daisy. Uh, some people have started calling me Mayeth, Mary. How about and... Mayday Parade? Oh. Ah, that'd be a good one. <laughs> Do you like to have nicknames or are you like, why don't you guys just call me May? I don't mind them. I think that it's just people having fun, and I'll let them have their fun. That's very but, kind of you. Yeah. What do you think it is about your name that inspires so much creativity? It's very short, and it fits into a lot of words like amazing, which is one of my personal favorites. That's a good one. Well, I'm so glad the amazing May is here today. Will May flip for Frisbees or yearn for yo-yos? There's no telling. May, are you ready to judge today's debate? Never been readier. Oh, yes. Well, before we dive in, let's review the rules of the game. Every debate consists of four rounds of argumentation, the declaration of greatness, the micro round, the sneak attack, and the final six. After each round, our judge May will award points to the team that impresses her the most, but she'll keep her decisions top secret until the end of the debate. Listeners, we want you to judge too. Mark down your points as you listen. At the end of the show, head to our website, smashboom.org, and vote for whichever team you think won. All right, Lauren, comrade, are you ready? Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> I was born ready. Let's do this. Woo! <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> then it's time for the Declaration of Greatness. In this round, our debaters will present a well-crafted, immersive argument in favor of their side. Then they'll each have 30 seconds to rebut their opponent's statements. We flipped a coin, and Lauren, you're up first. Tell us what makes Frisbees the Frizz best. There is a toy so perfect, so popular, and so portable. It's like poetry in motion. In fact, it's been described as the perfect marriage between man's greatest tool, his hand, and his greatest dream to fly. But what could it be? What kind of toy could bring that much joy? Why, the mighty Frisbee, of course. Flat and round, smooth and bright, heavy enough to sail through the air, but light enough to take flight. Dude, 
Frisbee changed my life. Okay, so like, when I started college, I didn't know anybody. So like, I took out my Frisbee and boom. Within a mere memento, I had like 50 friends playing Frisbee with me. Now every weekend, I'm out Frisbee golfing, AKA frolfing. Thanks, Frisbee. Oh, yeah! Love to hear from a Frisbee fan. And this dude is not the only one. People have been throwing any disc they could get their hands on before Frisbees were even invented. In fact, in the 1920s, the Frisbee Pie Company in Connecticut sold pies to college kids who realized they could toss the empty pie tins to each other as a game. Meanwhile, in a totally separate series of events, an inventor in California named Fred Morrison discovered how much fun it was to toss around old popcorn container lids and cake pans on the beaches of Los Angeles. He later invented the first plastic disc in 1948 and eventually called it the Pluto Platter. Dude, no wonder I get hungry every time I play Frisbee. It's gotta be the pie, the cake and the popcorn. Morrison later sold the Pluto platter to Whammo Toys, where it was renamed the Frisbee, and boy, did it take off. Over the years, Whammo perfected the Frisbee by adding ridges to the edges, making it fly faster and farther. Then, in the 1960s, they made Frisbee a household name by marketing it as a new sport. Uh, hold the phone, mon frere. I think you mean two new sports. Ultimate Frisbee, yeah, sure. But one cannot forget about the froth. Frisbee golf, my man. Respect the froth. So Frisbee was seen as not just another toy, but a new sport. Sports. Sportza, as in plural, two, deuces, double Zs. Right, of course. <laughs> so by the 70s, Frisbee had become so popular that there were Frisbee groupies, and they called themselves Froopies. Oh yeah, totally. Like, not only do I froth, but I'm also a bona fide froth froopy. And it's not just sports. You can do so much with a Frisbee. It's flat, lightweight, easy to pack, and hard to forget. And it's so useful. You know, when I was little, we'd bring it camping, take it on hikes, and even bring it in the water. And come dinner time, we'd flip it over and use it as a plate to eat baked beans. I mean, can you do that with a yo-yo? I don't think so, so. And not only can you play Frisbee solo, but you can also play with like a hundred of your closest friends. <laughs> now that's a party. Ever tried to share a yo-yo? Uh, that's a no-no. Unless you want a totally tangled mess. Plus, Frisbees get you moving. I mean, sure you can do tricks with a yo-yo, but the only thing you'll get moving is people away from you so they don't get hit in the face. I mean, why be a yo-yo puppet on a string when you can be a real joy with Frisbee? Why dangle on a string when you can fly through the air? And I'm not the only one who thinks so. These delightful discs are so popular that Ultimate Frisbee might even become an Olympic sport. The next up after that, froth. Yeah, sure, maybe. So there you have it, folks. 
The Fabulous Frisbee is fun for everyone. They're multi-purpose movement makers with a history as rich as the pie they're named after. Let's not dilly-dally with the ding-dang fruit. That's short for Frisbee Truth. Become a fruity today and let's fly with Frisbee! Wow. Fruth, froth, fruities. What a soaring declaration of greatness there. <laughs> May, what stood out to you about Lauren's argument? I think that it was fascinating. All the different types of containers from pie tins to popcorn and cake tins that people used as early Frisbees. I mean, I can't imagine throwing a cake tin. I, I wouldn't get very far. if They have such high sides. So people were really, really creative before the modern Frisbee was created. I think that was really cool. Innovation. Yeah, they just really wanted to chuck some lids around, I guess. <laughs> just like, I, I have to throw this. <laughs> I've eaten all this cake. Now what? <laughs> now I throw it. <laughs> all right. Comrade, it is time for your rebuttal. Send Lauren's declaration around the world. You've got 30 seconds, and your time starts now. Yeah, the Frisbee Pie Company yeah, provided uh, schools with food. And like most school food, it was probably terrible. That's probably the <laughs> impetus that made them throw. They were probably throwing the pies in the pie tins with it. Probably. Just out of disgust. That's where the that's where all good creativity comes from. Pain. Uh, <laughs> yeah, ultimate frisbee is just football. Uh, but uh, most people already know what football is. Uh, same with uh, frisbee golf is just golf, and, and people time. prefer golf. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wonderful. All right, comrade. I know you have more to say. You're just aching to talk about yo-yos. So please tell us why yo-yos are so, so supreme. Let me take you back to 1998. My second grade class was at an assembly. We were sitting on the gymnasium floor, half listening to Boy Scout leader Tanner talk about the wonders of the outdoors. <sighs> I personally have never wondered about the outdoors. It's, it's just there. But then, from his knapsack, he produced a yo-yo. And he told us it would be ours if we joined the Boy Scouts. I hate the outdoors. I hate nature. I've never been a happy camper. But I needed that yo-yo. And I was willing to change my identity entirely to have it. Yo, it's the toy so nice, they named it twice. In the late 1920s, Filipino immigrant Pedro Flores popularized the toy in the U.S. He named it the Yo-Yo, which means come, come, in the native language of the Philippines. But the Yo-Yo has been around for a long time. There's artwork and records of Yo-Yos being Yo-Yoed more than 2,500 years ago. World leaders such as King George IV, King Louis XVII, and Richard Nixon were all fond of the yo-yo. I even saw a cartoon of the Marquis de Lafayette playing with a yo-yo. He was a French military officer and, more importantly, a character in the musical Hamilton. I'm Lafayette and I'm here to say the yo-yo is my favorite toy to play. 
with? The essence of the yo-yo is the trick. There are countless unique yo-yo tricks with even more unique names. Purple Gorilla, Skin the Gerbil, Grey Poupon, Fury Cake, Rancid Milk, Daniel Day-Lewis. Frisbee tricks, on the other hand, have names like Tap and Twirl. Not a lot of imagination there. But what really cements the superiority of yo-yos for me is that I can play with a yo-yo by myself. I'm usually by myself. You ever try to play with a Frisbee alone? It's a lot of walking. Hey, yo, Frisbee solo is a no-no, but with a yo-yo, huh, for sure, bro. Sorry, I'm not yo-yoing away my shot. Did I mention that yo-yos are literally out of this world? In 1985, the yo-yo was one of the first toys to go to space aboard the space shuttle Discovery. Astronauts did around the world, around the world. They did not bring a Frisbee. And here comes Mr. Yo-Yo. Uh, we had to, we, I've had a lot of discussions with physicist friends of mine about whether the yo-yo was going to work. Uh, and it worked fabulous. You could do it fast, you could do it slow, you could do it uh, to the ceiling. Uh, that's the famous oi-oi. If you threw a Frisbee in space, it would be lost forever. But you probably wouldn't miss it. Go long! Oh... That was a little too long. I've thrown many Frisbees on Earth, and I've lost them all. On rooftops, over fences, and lakes, you you can't lose a yo-yo. It's attached to you. It always comes back. Remember Boy Scout leader Tanner's yo-yo? Well, I never got my hands on it. I didn't join the Boy Scouts. I've still never been outside. And unlike a yo-yo, there's no going back for me. But but I still hear it. The siren song of the yo-yo calls to us all, which is why I am doing this debate. I want to make sure that the next generation gets the opportunities I never had. I believe in you. Please try to be cooler than me and get yourself a yo-yo. <laughs> May, what stood out to you about Comrade's Declaration of Greatness? I thought that it was really cool that there are all sorts of different yo-yo tricks and that they all have names. They have really, really creative names. All right, Lauren, it's time for your rebuttal. Hurl Comrade's arguments out of the park. You have 30 seconds, and your time starts now. Okay, you know, yo-yo may translate to come-come, but I think it should go, go. Oh. <laughs> because, seriously, it may you may have a lot of fancy tricks, but the most famous trick is, like, why should I be impressed with a toy whose most famous trick is literally walking the dog? Like, I could go do that at home. In fact, I did that before I came here. And, like, it was Richard Nixon's favorite toy. He was a terrible president who, like, got impeached, right? And he was famous for saying, I'm not a crook. And I think that means Yo-Yo's not a good toy. All fair points. Uh, I want to make clear that I do not agree with uh, Richard Nixon's political views. Yes, walking the dog is a popular trick. Another popular trick is called sleeping, which is... Who doesn't love sleeping? Mm. In no other skill set is sleeping impressive. <laughs> <laughs> okay, May, please give one point to the declaration of greatness you liked best and one point to the rebuttal that won you over. You get to decide what makes a winning argument. Have you awarded them? I have. Wonderful. Lauren and Comrade, how are you two feeling so far? 
I feel good. You know, I'm learning some things about the yo-yo, mm-hmm. but I still think Frisbee's better. Mm. I mean, I you could debate that they both come in a lot of colors. That that That's I think true. both of us have, we both have that going for us, mm-hmm. uh, which is fun. Mm-hmm. It's a colorful debate. Comrade, how are you feeling? Uh, about the same. <laughs> yep. uh, no, I, Frisbees are cool, but yo-yos are definitely more important in every way. Oh. Right, we have a lot to go over in the next rounds, but first, it's time to take a break, stretch, work out the knots in your frisbee throwing arms or your yo-yo strings. And we'll be right back with more Smash Boom Best. You're listening to State of Debate, home to rage and rhetoric and awe-inspiring argumentation. I'm Todd Diddley Douglas, and I'm joined by Taylor the Twinklin' Lincoln. Psst, Todd! But, Taylor, we've got a show to... There's a show happening right outside our window. A fallacy spectacular, you know. Fallacies, flaws, and debate logic. And this one is too good to pass up. Taylor. Truly. The pigeons on our windowsill are getting real peckish. Listen. I just have a strange feeling about that Mary Poppins woman. The woman who's always singing, Just a spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down, the medicine go down, medicine go down. Yes, exactly. I'm just like, what kind of medicine are you trying to feed us? She feeds us stale bread, not medicine. I don't know. She gives me weird vibes. So you think Mary Poppins is evil? No, I'm just like... What's the deal, Mary? Like, why that song, you know? And she always looks so cheerful. So you think every time a human smiles at us, they're up to no good? Well, that's not what I... You think every human who feeds us is actually plotting against us? That's absurd. Wow. Pavel the Pigeon had some strange feelings about Mary Poppins. Yes, but Petunia Pigeon used the straw man fallacy to exaggerate what Pavel had to say. True. She turned his opinion about Mary Poppins into a statement about all human beings. Come on, Petunia, you can do better. Oof, that's a real fallacy fumble. Hey, Tay-Tay, care for a spoonful of sugar? Wait, are you trying to trick me into taking my medicine? Me? Trick you? Never. Todd! Bet you can't catch me. This has been State State of of Debate. Debate. Smash. 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 You're listening to Smash Boom Best. I'm your host, Molly Bloom. And I'm your judge, May. And we love getting debate suggestions from our listeners. Take a listen to this debate from Paul in North Carolina. My debate idea is walking versus running. We'll check back with Paul at the end of this episode to see which side he thinks should win. And now it's back to today's debate, Frisbees versus yo-yos. That's right. And it's time for round two, the micro round. For the micro round challenge, each team has prepared a creative response to a prompt they received in advance. For Lauren and Comrade, this prompt was top of the hour. For this challenge, we asked you to pretend to be a local news anchor. Fill us in on your breaking news, politics, arts and culture, or maybe even a tear jerking human interest story about your side. Lauren went first last time, so comrade, you're up. Give us the latest breaking updates on yo-yos. All right. Uh, 
actually, uh, we spoke with John DeToy Narum, who is a real person. He's, I know real people. Wow. Real news. Real. Amazing. You're watching the Sports Channel with me, Tommy Touchdown. Today, I'm talking to John DeToy Narum, yo-yo world champion, stand-up comedian, and sales engineer. The trifecta of cool. Hello, John. Hello, Tommy Touchdown. So, John, you've been yo-yoing since you were four years old. You've appeared on stage and on TV, and you even hold a yo-yo world record. Yeah, when I was 11, I was the youngest world yo-yo champion. That's a yo-wo of an achievement, John. What inspired you to start throwing the yo? I find yo-yoing was so cool as a kid because, number one, I saw another kid do it. Most things that I wanted to do, I only saw adults doing at a really high level. So seeing a kid being able to do really cool yo-yo tricks, you put this idea in your mind that like it's actually possible. And uh, that just motivated me. It's true. Kids can yo-yo too. Why do you think it's such an awesome toy? You can do it anywhere. You don't have to be in a gym. I do it when I'm waiting in line for a movie or a restaurant or a show. I do it on my 15-minute breaks at work. It's just, it's a stress reliever as well as a, a competitive activity for me. Inspiring. Go with the yo, yo. Any last thoughts? I didn't know where this could take me, but you can see what I've done. Imagine what you can do with it, given everything you have in front of you, which is all these websites, all these contests, all these clubs, and all these great people here to help you. So just give it a try. Gonna throw my first yo right after this show. Thanks for joining, John. Next, we'll be talking about boomerangs, which are like frisbees, but cool. Oh, an interesting interview there. All right, Lauren, now it's your turn. Convince us that Frisbees are newsworthy. All right, but before we do this, I just want to say that this mic round is based on a real story about a dog named Sailor who caught a 109-yard throw from her human, Frisbee Rob, and they hold the world record. Good afternoon, pups and pooches! Welcome to Calgary Stadium. I'm your favorite dog announcer and golden retriever, Buster Wigglebottom. Joining me is former Frisbee Fetch champion, expert commentator, and a very good boy, Hank the Tank Pickle Pants. Hank, great to have you here. Yup. Now, rumor has it that Sailor the dog and her human are going to attempt to break the record for the longest frisbee catch. Do you think she'll be able to do it? Yep. Couldn't have said it better myself. Looks like the dynamic duo are making their way onto the field as we speak. Hank, what goes through an athlete's head at a moment like this? Catch frisbee. Oh, yeah. So insightful. <laughs> and now, Sailor's human winds up to throw, and off she goes! The Frisbee crosses the 50-yard, now the 75, and the 100. Holy chihuahua! Sailor just made an unbelievable 109-yard catch! <laughs> and doggy! That breaks the world record! <laughs> 
Phew! Hank, did you think she could do it? Yup. And there you have it, my furry friends. Let's hear it for Sailor and her new world record. Who's a good girl? Who's a good girl? After an accomplishment like that, you've got to feel like you have a new leash on life. Wow, this has been one hot dog of a day. Hot dog? Where? No, no Hank, I meant hot dog. He found one, folks. Ho-ho! And he scores! This has been one hot diggity doggone disc of a day! Definitely the number one news program for pups. Well, they're (laughs) such good boys and girls. Okay. May, what did you like about Lauren and Comrade's micro-rounds? I liked how Comrade had a whole, um, like a real, actual person on his. That was cool. We got to hear about his experience with yo-yos and how he was a champion at age 11. I also liked how Lauren um, showed uh, the dog's point of view about Frisbees. All right, May, it is time to award a point, but don't tell us who it's going to. Again, the criteria are completely up to you. Who taught you something? Who made you think? Who made a news program that you would tune into night after night? Have you made your decision? I most certainly have. Fantastic. Then it's time for our third round, the super stealthy... (laughs) Sneak attack. This is our improv round, where debaters have to respond to a challenge on the spot. Today's sneak attack is called Rhyme Time. Lauren and Comrade, in the next 30 seconds, we want you to come up with words or phrases that rhyme with your side. So come up with as many as you can and be expressive about it. For example, if my side was bear, I might say, hair, fluffy chair, play that snare. Hey there, overware, nowhere, I don't care, beware the deadly stare. Does this make sense? Uh-huh. Wonderful. All right. Lauren, let's hear your rockin' rhymes for Frisbees. All right, Frisbee rhymes with knee, tree, bee, key, uh, see, <laughs> lee, uh, uh, squee, <laughs> wee, free, uh, free, uh, <laughs> uh, gee, um, uh, uh, key. <laughs> I said that already. <laughs> Keep going, only a few seconds and, left. And, uh, D, 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 uh, <laughs> And, uh, and time. Tea. <laughs> I need some tea. Need some tea. I need some tea to relax. <laughs> nicely, nicely done. All right, comrade, it's your turn. I'm putting 30 seconds on the clock. Put on a rhyming yo-yo show, and your time starts now. Well, I'm here to talk about yo-yo, so thank you for having me on this show. Show. <laughs> uh, this is my first time being here solo, and I was oh. feeling a lot of woe. Whoa. Was, oh, no. But then someone gave me some Oreo, uh. which look like yo-yos kind of as well. So keep going. Heave ho. <laughs> Here we go. Keep going. Oh, no. Uh, I don't know. I, I never know. Yo. And time. Nicely done, both of you. Ooh, May, another tough decision to make. But it's time for you to do it. Which side impressed you the most? Have you made your decision? I have. Perfect. Then it's time for our final round. The final six. 
In this round, each team will have just six words to sum up the glory of their sides. All right, comrade, let's hear your six words for why a yo-yo always does the trick. Both toys spin, only one wins. Oh, (laughs) another rhyme too on top of it. Nicely done. Okay, Lauren, it's your turn. Frisbee delivers and takes the cake. Oh, delicious. May, it is time to award a final point for this final six. Which team impressed you the most? You can use whatever criteria you want to make your decision. Totally subjective. Totally up to you. Let us know when you're ready. Have you made that final decision? I have made my final decision. All right. Please tally up those points and let me know when you're ready to crown one side a winner. I'm ready. Okay. Drum roll, please. And the winner is... Yo-yos. Oh! The dream lives on. They were both really, really close mm. and both excellent. So what what was the moment that really swayed you to yo-yos? Like, what was that thing that pushed it over the edge? Wow. Well, it was probably um, the rhyming. It mm. was... It was really, well, well. He told a story and I gave a list. I hear you. I just want to say for the record, he had more time than I did. Mm, That's true. Mm -hmm. Lauren, you had more words. That's for sure. But I think E is kind of an easier Mm, mm, ending to the word. mm. Excellent judging today, May. Thank you so much for your wise judging. So wise. Lauren, you're so confident and so kind. Uh, This is my first time here and you're so welcoming. I learned so much about Frisbees. I didn't even think about the dogs, that animals, even animals, could play with a Frisbee. Well, thank you, comrade. You made me laugh a bunch today. I, too, loved your sneak attack challenge. Um, I like that you put it in context and told us a story. And I learned a lot about yo-yos today. I didn't realize they were that old of a toy. Well, that's it for today's debate battle. May crowned yo-yos the Smash Boom best, but what about you? Head to smashboom.org and vote to tell us who you think won. Smash Boom Best is brought to you by Brains On and APM Studios. It's produced by Molly Bloom, Rosie DuPont, Ruby Guthrie, and our own Boldislassi. We had engineering help from Jess Burke with sound design by Rachel Brees. Our editors are Shayla Farzan and Sandin Thomas. And we have production help from Anna Goldfield, Mark Sanchez, Anna Wagle, and Nico Gonzalez-Whistler. Our executive producer is Beth Perlman, and the APM Studios executives in charge are Chandra Kavati, Alex Schaffer, and Joanne Griffith. Our announcer is Marley, Foyer Worker Auto, and we want to give a special thanks to Austin Cross and Taylor Kaufman. Lauren, is there anyone you'd like to give a shout-out to today? Yeah, I would. Speaking of dogs, I would like to shout-out my dog, Miss Vera, because when I was researching Frisbee, I actually bought her Frisbee, and we had a ton of fun with it. So she did good with her new toy. Yay, Miss Vera. How about you, comrade? Any special shout-outs today? Yeah, uh, especially to John Tatoy and Niram for answering my phone call. Uh, it's uh, rare for me. Uh, and also my niece and nephew, Dylan and Malayla. I hope they listen to podcasts. They have to listen to this one, if nothing else. May, do you want to give any special thanks? Just to everyone here who had me back. It was fun to be back. I really enjoyed it the first time. And I'm here again, so... 
That's nice. You did a great, great job. Before we go, let's check in with Paul and see who he thinks should win his walking versus running debate. I think running should win because you can cover more ground in a shorter amount of time. Do you have an idea for a knockdown drag out debate? Head to smashboom.org and tell us about it. We'll be back with a new debate battle next week. Namaste. See you later, alligators. They don't put pockets in skirts. I don't know why. (laughs) Especially frisbee-sized pockets. Patriarchy is the real winner. (laughs) 